0: Christine Wu is the Managing Executive for Customer Value Management at APSA Retail. So that's an interesting title and uh, we're going to be talking about the future trends, uh, the financial future trends, because certainly they're developing in a very, very quick uh, manner and you're just seeing businesses adapting and the banking industry is no different to any other industry. As they're adapting, we're continually hearing about, you know, the customer experience, there are unprecedented levels of growth, there are new entrants into the market. Traditional banking services still very relevant in the face of this growing digital option. Is this a question that you're asking today? Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome you, Christine. Firstly, how are you doing? How has, uh, how has the pandemic treated you and, and the bank? It must be quite interesting. I imagine most of the bank is working remotely still.
1: Well, thank you, Aki, for having me on the show. And um, I must say the last 18 months, two years, uh, I think it really sort of takes the definition of agility to a whole new level. I think it's everything from mental agility, situational agility, um, you know, collaboration agility. I think it really has an entirely different meaning to me compared to before the pandemic.
0: Absolutely. I think we've we've discovered so many things about uh, relationships that we have within the workspace, how we do business. I mean, uh, it's been extraordinary for every single person and every single business. How is the state of banking in South Africa currently? Where where do we find ourselves?
1: Well, I think it is definitely a very, very interesting time. As a matter of fact, I think banking is at its most competitive, uh, you know, in the last 20 years. Um, And um, I do think it is a very, very exciting time to be a banker, um, you know, in order to deal with the shift in uh, customer behavior into digital, uh, to be dealing with the emergence of new players, um, not just from banking, but also from fintechs, from, um, you know, MNOs, from retailers, um, and also just in terms of I'm um, really making sure that banking can play a more important role in owning its role in society, in creating a more equitable, um, you know, more, more, um, more welcoming society. I think, you know, um, it is a very exciting time to be a banker.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I was just looking at some of the statistics. I mean, there's still so much growth and potential in the banking industry, despite the fact that there are new entrants and, you know, you're talking about fintech, but I didn't quite realize how many people are still unbanked, even in a country like South Africa. Now, have you noticed any of these changes that, you know, in the consumer appetite for digital banking? I imagine that that lockdown has changed a lot of uh, attitudes towards digital banking.
1: So actually, I think that's a really great question. What we are seeing is that, um, you know, actually a very polarized reaction. I think on the one hand, we're seeing a surge in adoption when it comes to digital. We had a record number of people signing onto digital channels. I think last year was, um, you know, we had like 20, 20% increase in our, uh, uh, you know, digital app um, uh, uh, users. Um, and we're also seeing a, a significant increase in e-commerce transactions, uh, the usage of uh, contactless cards. So all these indicate a shift towards digital. But at the same time, I think because of the turbulent environment that we are in, what we have also noticed is that a lot of our customers crave for that human assurance and human empathetic interaction, and that is also becoming very very important. And that's why, as um, as as a As a bank, we really need to think through how do we orchestrate our customer experience so we provide the convenience and the 24 7 continuity, but at the same time, in moments that really matter, we can actually be there for our customer and actually provide that face to face um, interaction when they need it the most.
0: Many of those customers really crave an interaction with a human being and I guess that that's something that technology doesn't necessarily solve all the time and maybe it's it's part of our human nature but I get to that point as well so I was thinking about what you just said and it certainly relates to me. Now this begs the question, is there a place for a traditional bank in an ever-evolving technological world, especially when you look at an extensive branch network where you have thousands of employees and additional costs, I mean, where, how do you see that playing out?
1: Well, Aki, I think banking has been around for the last two, three thousand years and it's always been on a continuous um, path of uh, reinvention and evolution. And I think it's no different to to what we are seeing now. Um, I I think a lot of times we like to make the comparison between a traditional bank and does it have a role, etc. I think the question is um, rather how would the traditional bank evolve to adapt to the future? Mm -hmm because um, you know if we take a step back and we look at the traditional banks um, it's actually also been leading a lot of the innovation so the fact that we try to think about traditional banks as uh, Uninnovative, innovative, uh, you know, being traditional um, and, and not technolog- uh, technologically oriented. I think it's, a, it's not a, a real reflection of what's happening out there. Um, a lot of the innovation in terms of, you know, how we bank, um, you know, actually all come from traditional banks. And it's just important that as we go forward, we need to continuously evolve the way we serve our customers. We need to continuously evolve the product offering and the customer experience. To keep up with the with the society, but it doesn't mean that we won't have a place. It's it's actually just part of how we need to actually develop ourselves as an organization.
0: That's very interesting. I mean, uh, customer experience is one thing that comes up over and over again. But just to what you said, you're 100% right. You know, I've had uh, the privilege of engaging with APSA as as one of my my clients to, you know, see what you guys do in the background. And for your average customer, uh, you know, you don't see what the bank is actually doing in the background. With that in mind, what will the future of traditional finance, financial services, and payments hold once this technology gain happens and there's widespread adoption as we are seeing happening right now? We, what will happen then?
1: Well, um. I think it's always hard to tell what is going to happen in future. Um, two years ago, we can't really predict that we would all be working from home and um, you know, we, we can't actually imagine the society that we're living in right now. But um, if I were to venture a few guesses um, and also to look at some of the initiatives that we are busy implementing at ATSA, I would say the following. First of all, I think we are going Um, from just digitizing a traditional experience to creating a whole new set of digital experiences. Um, And let me give you an example. Um, you know, we have been digitizing our absolute Rewards program, putting them on app, and uh, creating a lot of features. But uh, in in the last year, what we have also launched is an entirely digitally native rewards program called Absol Advantage, which only exists on the app and is a real time program that gives customers real time rewards on. Uh, incentivizing correct financial behaviors. So, um, so, so this is an example of how we move away from traditional, exp- uh, traditional experiences and digitizing that to a new category of products that we're going to be creating. Um, and the second point to the earlier point around becoming more empathetic, um, you know, there's also going to be a lot of work that goes into just making the customer journeys actually quite empathetic. So moving away from just menu based, I click and then, um, you know, you give very rigid answers um, to really uh, conversational Uh, UX uh, to to really a more human, empathetic type of interactions. Um, And then also, you know, a big part of investment is then how do we enable our colleagues to advise our customers better, to actually give them better experience. Um, So so that would be a second avenue that we're looking at. Um, And the third is about how we actually leverage data. Um, to actually give our customers more conveniences. How do we predict the important moments in their life? How do we actually make sure services are available without the customers even asking for it? So that's actually sort of a third battleground for us. And the fourth, um, also very importantly, is going to be around security and uh, privacy really making sure that we can protect our customers uh from the from from uh from a lot of the digital fraud that's going out there but ultimately it's also about protecting the privacy and the digital identity of our customers in in the sphere because that is the foundation um, you know of a lot of the trust that goes into a digital banking experience
0: Wow, it's uh, quite a multi-pronged approach uh, that you have as APSA and a a very exciting journey that you're going on. I mean, uh, touching on human behavior, um, security, which is like the one thing. I think trust is such an important aspect you raised. And of course, the big data, which is absolutely fascinating, the amount of, of insight that you can get on your customers and use that to better improve that experience. Now, as a traditional bank, has APSA capitalized on this digital landscape?
1: Well, I would say that um, Epsa has actually been, um, you know, leading on a number of, uh, you know, digital initiatives. Um, so I think if we look at our banking app. Um, it is actually uh, one of the most user-friendly uh, and, and stable platforms out there for, for customers to engage on. Um, and like I said, we have also made tremendous investment into our colleagues' capabilities to be able to offer seamless experience to our customers. Um, we actually currently uh in the middle of a very big um, crm implementation uh you know to 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 introduce salesforce into our frontline and that will actually make a massive difference to our ability to onboard customers to actually provide them uh, appropriate level service and also even with complaints resolution um so i think you know everything from uh you know from onboarding a customer to how to service them in the right moment um you know i think we're making tremendous strides in in the digital sense.
0: Absolutely fascinating and exciting times for the banking industry. Christine Wu, who's the Managing Executive for Customer Value Management at APSA Retail. Thank you so much, Christine, for joining us on What's Next. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you and uh, sharing those insights as to how APSA is looking at the future of banking and the next steps. And uh, it's certainly a very, very exciting journey. Thank you so much for joining us, Christine.